What's up, guys? Come on in. We're going live again. So, uh... Hey, hey. Who's the those? Uh, Wilson said they're yours from him. Oh, okay. So, uh, we're back here at Misfits Live. We See you, Alf. See you, brother. So, some of you... Come on in, Tim. Um... I'm going to give it a couple minutes to let people get on. Is this video or just audio? Facebook Live, both. Video and... Cool. So, it's the same thing we did last time. Okay. Same thing we do with Brown Bag. Uh, there's Tim. Say hey to Tim. We're live. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and do this because uh, we need to get going on some other stuff we have going tonight. It's been a busy night here at church, guys. That's good. Yeah, Two right. baptisms. Yeah, That's okay. a great thing. You're probably wondering, because we started this series, I think, about three weeks ago. We were going to do it every week or every other week. I can't remember, but Miss Deb uh, fell, hurt herself, but Barry, we got an update. She's get to, she's coming home in another week. 19th. 19th. A little over a week. So we're happy about that. So uh, Two days before the car show. Two days before she's able to come to the car yeah. show on she's May 21st. Wow. Shameless pug for the car show. Wow. So this is session two of a Cecil series on uh, personal safety church safety, just being safety and aware. Uh, so I'm going to flip this around with no further ado. And you might want to bring everybody up to speed why and what we're doing and then get into set segment two. Okay. Uh, we started this segment, I guess, three weeks ago now, talking about why the world's not the safest place as it was when I grew up. And it's just not. You see crimes rampant, um, things that one, at one time were in, in the urban areas, went out going on into the suburban areas, and now those crimes are coming into the rural areas, and things that we would never have thought about, like carjackings, hmm. are happening in this you know, in the rural areas. Uh, there's a couple things I want to go back and talk about that I didn't, I don't want to say, tell you I didn't think about them, I, but it was on the back burner when I did the first show. Okay. And it goes back to uh, safety. I talked about gun safety, and I said if you... Uh, if you, I don't encourage anybody to buy a pistol. I don't. That's a personal choice you got to do. But there are some some things that you need to know about. Uh, like I said last time, your a, a pistol is an extension of your body. It's a tool, so you have to make sure you got a tool that fits right. Uh, but there's some things that are, are important that I didn't touch on, and I think when today's society, it's more and more important that we bring it up. Uh, one of the things I didn't talk about was make sure that you know your laws and regulations. Uh, you know, it's, it makes sense that you don't go walking into a police station with a pistol. Mm -hmm. I mean, some cops probably ask you if you're brain damaged. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's just something you don't do. You don't go to courthouses. You don't go to any government building. What people never think about, though, is a post office. The post office gets to set its own regulations. And that's done out of the Postmaster Journal in D.C. And one of the things you cannot do is take a pistol in, or any gun into a post office. Not even on post office property. And if your post office doesn't have parking facilities and the street is where you park, that falls under the same regulations. The post office can regulate that. And you don't want to do it. It's a Class A felony, punishable for uh, five to ten years. So if you're parking on the street near a post office, it's a federal crime? Yep. I'll be doggone. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if the post office does not have parking facilities of its own, mm -hmm. then the street becomes their parking, and they can regulate that parking. I'll be. Um, 
The other thing that I didn't touch on last time, and this is getting more and more important, was some recent changes in the statutes. Um, a year ago, I wouldn't have thought about this, but now I've got to include it. Um, when you go to purchase a new gun from a dealer, uh, there's a form you've got to fill out. Now, phone, form number is 1140-0020, and that's also known as NCIS form. NICS form. Um, it may be done electronically, it might be done in paper. The question that I'm really going to bring home today is question number 21E. And it states, are you an unlawful user of, user of or addicted to any drug such as marijuana or any depressant, simulate, simulant, narcotic drug or any other controlled substance? Next sentence in that is, the use of possession of marijuana remains un unlawful under federal law regardless of whether it's been legalized or decriminalized for medical or recreational purposes in the state you reside. So Missouri just, I don't think, decriminalized it if they legalized it. Doesn't make any difference to me, they're about the same. But these forms that you have to fill up when you buy a new gun are federal forms. And you do not want to get caught lying on one of those. So hit pause on that. So you're saying yeah. if um, you're applying for a gun, you mm -hmm. purchase a gun, and you're going through this form, and, mm -hmm. and you're saying that I'm not a smoker, marijuana, me right. medicinal, or, in it or other, right. if you put no on that and something happens, then you, wow. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, if you can go to any gun dealer and get a copy of the form or look at it online, but it's question 21E. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that, you know, with today's changes in, in our drug laws in Missouri and a lot of other states. Um, those, are, those are state laws. Gun purchases are federal. I'll be. Totally okay. different totally different set of regulations. Okay. All right. Now we're going to get into personal safety. And that's the topic for today. Psalms 41.8 tells us, I will lay me down, down and, sheep, and sleep in peace, for thou, Lord, makest me dwell in safety. God wants us to be safe, but we have to do our part. I often hear people talk about, why did God let something bad happen? God gave us free will. And sometimes the bad that happens is a result of what we did. Okay. I don't believe, I, I don't believe in this in any way, shape, or form, that God wants to bring uh, something bad upon us. But we do have that right of free will, and sometimes those, those things that we do not thinking they're going to be all that bad. We're going to come back and bite us. And, and that's that's why I believe it is. Hey, the person in charge of your personal safety is you. That is why it's called personal safety. It's the job of the police department. For most part, police departments are reactive, not proactive. Meaning they come to the scene afterwards. Nobody can get a cop assigned to them to protect them. Okay. And, you know, the, the, for the most part... Police are, are, are reactive, not proactive. It, it's getting better. Some cops are trying to do some things, especially with younger kids, to kind of teach them a little bit what they can and can't do and shouldn't and shouldn't do. Um, and it's getting better, but you know we got to have some societal changes. People have to realize that I'm in charge of my safety, not somebody else. Uh, you get some big cities, so many people have left the uh, police force that 
the only thing they can handle or going to are serious crimes like murderers. Uh, in some cases, they will still come to a uh, carjacking. Uh, a lot of times it's handled afterwards. Um, if it's something violent, because they don't have the time to, to mess around with uh, things like automobile accidents or mm -hmm. somebody walked across my yard or, or whatever, they're busy taking care of these real serious crimes. And in a lot of cases, there have been so many people leave the force, they just don't have the manpower that they did 10 years ago. Um, <clears throat> criminals look for easy targets. And that's why it's important that you have to take care of yourself. Uh, some things that I really uh, want people to look at is you know, easy targets are things like elderly people, people with disabilities, somebody not, somebody not paying attention. Uh, one of my pet peeves are people that have to have their earbuds in mm -hmm. and maybe they're out for a jog and are you know, going to a store and got their earbuds in. You can't hear what's going on around you and you don't know if somebody's coming up to your side from behind. Get the earbuds out and get your face out of the phone. Um, I see so many people walk out of a store and they're sitting there staring at the phone. And you know somebody can come up and, and, and grab you. See, so in something like that too, <clears throat> it never seems important until it's important. Yeah, right? that's and right. The best time to be prepared is before something bad happens. Right. And the things that you're suggesting here are things that you can be proactive and not have to re rely on the police, who exactly. are largely preactive. Yeah. Okay. You know, if you if you take a look at things that we're talking about, like not looking at your phone. When you walk into a store, turn your phone off. If And when you walk out of the store, there is absolutely no conversation on the face of the earth that is so important to risk, to risk your safety. Mm -hmm. it's, it, they're not there. You know, you've got to take care of yourself, and you've got to be proactive about it. Um, in the last 10 years, on average, there are about 4,500 acts of violence committed in a parking lot each year in the United States. Um, if you see something happening, try to be a good witness. If it's not your battle, don't go and try and fight it. You know, you are not a policeman. You, you have no authority at all to stop somebody, to detain somebody. You need to be a good witness. Get a description. If you can't get a photograph of the person with your phone, um, their, their color of the hair, uh, their height, uh, their approximate weight. If they're getting into a car, what kind of car, what color? Uh, if you can't get the license number, you know, things like that that you can do to help become a good witness. Um, yeah. Um, remember where you parked in a parking lot. What row or what aisle you're down, mm. how far down you are, so you know when you when you get out of the store, I'm going that way. So you don't have to stand around like my wife and I do and look for your car. So Th you're saying if you're doing that, you could potentially be at risk. Sure. Okay. You are at risk. People probably, okay. Yeah. So that's a great tip. That's something that I need to work on because oftentimes I just get out and I have no idea. So they're marked clearly. Mm -hmm. Row D. Mm -hmm. Yep. Parking lot. And take a look how far down you okay. are. And you know, and when you do that, you just make a middle note. I'm in row E I'm down about halfway. Okay. Or a quarter of the way. Um, 
take a look at, I call it situational awareness, the proximity that somebody is to you and uh, you know what's going on. You know, check it frequently. If you're walking out of a store and you got somebody tailing you, you know, make a mental note. You know, it, and change your stride. If, if you want that person, it may be perfectly you know honest, and they're just you know behind you, but slow down, let them go around you, or speed up. You know, see if they follow you. If they follow mm-hmm. you, and and what you've changed, then I start getting a little concerned about it. So, would you say that these things that you're suggesting? If, the, if you implement them into your life, uh, it, it makes you aware, but not necessarily walking around in a state of paranoia. Right. But given the culture that we're living in, the things that we're seeing, it's really important and prudent that people actually are very aware, probably more than at any time in our history in our country, correct? Oh, yeah. You know, okay. people aren't going to be afforded the luxuries that I had growing up. Uh I'm talking about I could get on my bike, ride 20 miles out to a guy's house, yeah. play ball all day, get back on my bike, ride back home. Right. You know, now you don't want to hardly let your kid out of eyesight riding a bike. Right. Uh, you know, there's just so many things that have changed that that weren't there when I was a kid. So we have to change at the same proportion of culture is changing. These, some right. of the things that we're doing, you wouldn't, like, okay, I love it, Cecil. Yeah, you, you got you know, make sure that you are in charge of you. And what you're doing. Okay. Um, if you come out of a, of a, a store and you got your phone on, put it away, end the conversation, pause the conversation. Don't. Don't sit there and talk with somebody on the phone. While you're sitting in the parking lot? While, you, while you're in, sitting in the parking lot, walking to your car. You know, when you get in your car and you shut the door, you probably don't lock the doors. So you, mm-hmm. you, know, you pick up your phone, you call your daughter, or your mm-hmm. son, or your wife, you know, whatever. And you, then you're very, you're paying attention to the phone, not to what's going okay. on around you. When you get in your car, shut the door, lock it, start your car, pull away, and then, okay, you know, mm-hmm. if you got hands free on your vehicle, then talk to your beautiful, you know, um, if you if you have if you see something going on and it's directed towards you, uh, and you're walking out towards your car. First of all, I'll tell you, when you leave the store, have your keys in your hand. That way, you don't not fumbling for them when you get there. That's a great point. Yeah. If you have, uh, if your car has a key fob and has keyless entry, mm-hmm. get, you push your thumb on that button, you're ready to unlock it, get in there and lock it. If you are forced to use your keys as a weapon, and keys can be a wonderful weapon, take the longest key you have, Stick it out between your middle finger and your index finger, mm-hmm. and you've got a wonderful weapon there. Okay. If you have to defend yourself. If you have to defend yeah. yourself, sure. Yeah. Um, so that point that you said, just said, I think it's really emphasized, because you do not want to be digging through your purse no. or your pants pockets. So what about when you're unloading groceries into okay. your car? Let's talk about putting groceries in your car and unloading them. or and Also, if you have kids. Mm-hmm. You've got young kids, and it's... Five degrees outside, you're going to want to start your car and, you know, okay. let it warm up while you're putting your kids in there and, and groceries and stuff. If your car has uh, a remote start, open up the car, hit the remote start, open up the car, put your kids in there, shut the door and lock it. Okay. And that way your kids can't, you know, somebody come, can't come on and grab them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
unload your groceries, put the cart away, then get back in your car and drive away as quickly as you can. Um, <sighs> Before you unlock the door, do a quick glance in your car. Make sure somebody didn't get in there while you were in the store and are waiting for you in the back seat. And again, so some of the things you're sounding may sound at this point in your awareness as mechanical, but the more that you do this, it becomes, I'm sure it's second nature to yeah. you. Yeah, it just becomes something you do wrote. Okay. You just know this is something I'm going to do every time, and you make a habit. I read one time that it takes about 21 days of doing something before it becomes a habit. Okay. So, mm -hmm. you know, do that. You know, check yourself every day. Every time you do it, make a, a conscious effort. This is what you're going to do, and and make sure you follow through with it so it becomes a habit. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. When you're putting your, your, your purchases in your car, look around. Occasionally, make sure there's nobody coming up on you. Uh, and when you get in your car and you lock the door as quickly as you can, you start your drive away as quickly as you can. Right. All right. Next time, we're going to talk about parking lot safety. Okay. And that's a real biggie. All right. Cecil, we appreciate it, man. And, and I, guys, uh, share this because I think, especially in the culture and times we're living in, this one little thing that somebody gleans from one of these things may be the difference between somebody being hurt or, yeah. or okay. So uh, thanks for uh, spending some time with the Cease, and we'll see you. Are we doing next week or the week yeah, after? Yeah, we can. So we'll be back next Wednesday. Yeah. See you guys. Be safe out there. Yes.